1: Tim Donnelly here for DraftKings. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of NASCAR, and it is now live in North Carolina. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime, anywhere, right here in North Carolina with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code 999 and bet $5 will receive $250 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings has the best features, including same game parlays, player props, and more, with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, using code 999 and bet $5 to get $250 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code 999. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 8777-185-543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. 21 plus North Carolina only bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, deposit and eligibility restrictions apply terms at draftkings.com slash sportsbook slash NC NASCAR is not a sponsor of this promotion and used under license.
2: Good work there by Ryan Johansson as he tries to work his way into the back end of the forward. Anderson with a save. Johansen keeps the puck in, sends it across to the point. It's home. that shot is blockered away. Anderson might have gotten a pad to that. Trocek to the right of Saros, Carolina wins the draw. Shea down the boards, moving it in front to the back and he scores! Oh my goodness, highlight real goal, Brady Shea. Johansen has a lane and a great defensive play on the back check by Natchez back in the game now Natchez has the puck on his stick sends it across in the seam to Kokaniemi it's shot right off blocker saves Saros rebound he scores yes Barry Kokaniemi try and try again and the Carolina Hurricanes have a 2-0 lead it is Ajo. He'll get it to Svechnikov across to Slavin. He scores! Oh, mercy! What a goal! With one second left in the second period. Carolina beats the clock. Slavin beats Saros and it's 3-1 Hurricanes. Gramblin will get to it. The Forsberg centering it out in front. Sissons. Anderson! What a pad save! Anderson denying a another golden opportunity now for nashville goal. spins between the dots backhand that doesn't get through second attempt that does get through and anderson gets across and makes the save oh frederick anderson robbing philip tomasino and the canes clear going oh, to be settled down by natius now it's worked for tara viner back up top to angelo his wrist turn is handled tara on the rebound Don't stop. and worked around the boards into the corner. Svechnikov will get a stick to it. Carolina trying to push this one out of the zone. Slavin gets to it. Backhand pass. Sends it for Svechnikov. Empty net. This
0: is the Cane's Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Cane's Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold.
3: Welcome to the Cane's Corner Podcast. I'm Adam Gold. That's more like it. Hurricanes 5, Nashville 3. Got a little hairy at the end. Uh, two extra attacker goals from the Predators in the last, oh, six minutes or so, and Carolina needed to sweat it out, but an empty net goal from Andre Svechnikov, uh, who played a whale of a game, and there you go. Hurricanes get back on the winning train, had not won a game outright since Boston. Uh, that feels like forever ago, even though it wasn't that long ago still. Uh, Carolina needed a win, got it, and uh, they move on. Now an interesting kind of a wraparound weekend, Sunday and Monday afternoon games. Be in Pittsburgh Sunday afternoon for their first meeting of the season with the Penguins. Then they head to Philadelphia, and I appreciate Mike Maniscalco, who you heard all over those highlights. Appreciate Mike Maniscalco just kind of throwing in, assuming they play. Or if Philadelphia feels like playing. On that uh, Monday afternoon, I think a three o'clock start for the hurricanes on a rare Monday afternoon, a President's Day special, if you will, in uh, in the city where they signed the Declaration of Independence. So uh, why not? All right. A bunch of things we're going to do. We're going to talk to Alec Campbell, obviously, in a little bit. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy his crew do a great job. So uh, siding, roofing, entry doors, storm doors. they got it all at aluminumcompany.com. Hurricanes won every period. one nothing, 2-1. I'm sorry, I guess it was tied in the uh, third period, 2-2. Two two. Uh, at five on five, they were better. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Freddie Anderson, big when he had to be. Actually, he was really good all night. Um, the two empty net goals. One was just a at uh, a wild deflection. The other, no chance on a uh, on a pass across to Philip Forsberg. Uh, and uh, the other goal. I mean, it was a great shot by uh, Luke Kunin. But you know, Carolina just kind of got lost in transition after a weak power play, and uh, from the high slot, basically just inside the left post, pretty close to the top. Pretty close to the corner, close to the corner above the blocker side. So uh, credit to Nashville. Uh, but Carolina was very good, and we'll talk about all of it. Uh, the big picture stuff. Hurricanes had to overcome an injury to Vincent Trocek, who, whether it happened, uh, you know, in this game tonight, or if it's a little, f- remember during the Florida game, where Trocek's face sort of, sort of bounced off the ice. so um, But anyway, he left the game with an upper body injury after finishing the second period. So to me, I mean, I don't know. Could be something else. But to me, that's that feels concussion-y. So hopefully he'll be okay. Uh, he's been a huge part of what this team is about. Uh, although it created an opportunity for Jesperi Kotkaniemi he did not disappoint. I thought Kokanembe was excellent, excellent all game long. So, um, you know, it's good to have that kind of depth down the middle. Uh, yes, Perry needs to get better in the face off circle. I think he was, uh, four out of 11 tonight. Uh, so that has to get better, especially if you're going to play, he played, a, a, I think a season high. I don't, actually, he probably did play more than this during the uh, time where Carolina was playing half a minor league lineup, but, uh, Yes, Perry Kokaniemi played more than Sebastian Ajo tonight. Of course, Ajo had six penalty minutes, so Seabass had some extra rests in, in, in the penalty box. Uh, he got a double minor, not a double minor, two different minor penalties uh, in a you know kind of a uh, altercation with Philip Forsberg in the first period, and then picked up another penalty on a hook when he hooked Matt Duchesne in the third. So Ajo had a, six minutes in the box, uh, but still Kokaniemi played really, really well, led center, uh, the center position in time on ice tonight. So that was uh, that was good to see, uh, and they might have to count on him for a little bit. Uh, it really speaks to the depth that this team has. Uh, you got Derek Stepan, who if Trocek can't play, he'll come out of the out of the press box. He'll step in and center the fourth line, and I think Derek Stepan has been sneaky great all year long for, certainly has exceeded the expectations that this team has had for him. So, um, that, you know, overcoming the loss of Trocek was big. Uh, Martin Natchez fought through a bum wheel, took a, uh, a shot off the knee and his own shot. It was friendly fire. I think the shot might've come from Kokaniemi. Uh, and then he went to the dressing room and, uh, didn't look like, didn't look like it was really good, but he didn't stay in the room too long. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they gave him, uh, maybe some bomb, if you will. And he came back on the ice and the goal that you heard that he started, the Kotkaniemi goal that he started, he started with a defensive play in his own end. Uh, m- maybe the best 200-foot game Natchez has played in several months. I, I thought Marty was really, really good tonight. Really good. So uh, good for him. I actually think he might have had a third assist, but uh, I guess he didn't touch the puck on the uh, Svechnikov power play goal. In the third period that made it 4-1. But it did look like, I mean, he certainly tried. Uh, He had a great net front presence on that. And uh, ultimately, the pass gets across to uh, Svechnikov for the 4-1 lead. Here is how good Svechnikov has been. Over the last 19 games for Andre, 13 goals, 13 assists, 26 points, the last 19 games. In the last five, six goals, three assists. That sounds good. Six goals, three assists in the last five. I think that's good. Um, so he's been, obviously he's been great. Penalty kill tonight, three for three, albeit one of those was I think an eight-second penalty. Power play, two for four, um, really two for three if you think about it. Um, again, they had an eight-second power play and or sixteen-second power, twelve-second something like that. Um, but uh, one of those power play goals was, of course, the empty net goal. Um, but uh, the second power play did exactly what you want from your power play. And we will explain why. So here's how the standings look in the Metropolitan Division, at least at the top of it, uh, through tonight. Pittsburgh was idle tonight. Uh, Carolina, 33, 11, and 4. That's 70 points. Pittsburgh, 31, 12, and 8. That's also 70 points. Uh, But the Hurricanes have played three fewer games than the Penguins. Uh, Pittsburgh will not play tomorrow either. So the next time we see these two teams, uh, they'll be be on the ice at 1 o'clock opposing each other in Pittsburgh, first of four meetings between the two teams. And then, as I mentioned, the Hurricanes will fly to Philadelphia for a 3 o'clock game on President's Day. But... Uh, good good result for the Hurricanes. Good game for the Hurricanes. Just kind of broad brush the three periods. First period, at least the start of it, seemed like an extension of the third period against Florida on Wednesday night. Carolina had one shot attempt in the first nine minutes. That's it. One shot attempt the first nine minutes. First shot on goal came basically a couple of seconds after that. Nino Niederreiter came at basically at the 11-minute mark. Uh, and but from that point on, Carolina was the better team in the first, and they were significantly better the rest of the way. Um, it, it kind of you 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 forgot how just how not anemic, but how much Nashville carried the play the first half of the first period because Carolina got got it back beyond even, so they got it back where they actually had an edge in play if it took the period as a whole. So Carolina ends up being really good the last ten minutes of the first. Uh, and then in the second period, Carolina just picked it up, dominant in every possible way. Uh, but then you had the late power play that kind of fizzled, didn't do much, and then Luke Cunning scores a goal from the high slot, and you think, man, all that work, you dominate the period, and you're gonna get out of here one-one. And then on uh you know, the the great play by Aho to Svechnikov to Slavin for the goal with one second left. Uh you can't do a later <laughs> later goal than that. Uh, and that made it 3-1. Carolina goes to the locker room, and you go, all right, now just play a good period, and you've got this. And I think at that point, they had really taken the game over. They didn't start. I don't think they started out the third period uh, all that well. A little bit of a sluggish start, but they got it together. They get the 4-1 lead on the power play goal from Svechnikov, and we'll go when we go through the goals, uh, I'll explain just why it was such a perfect power play goal. Uh, and then Nashville pulls the goalie, John Hines pulls UC Soros with 5.47 to go. Offensive zone faceoff for Nashville. And Hines pulls Soros off the ice, and they win the draw. And on that sequence, Philip Forsberg takes a pass, boom, from, I guess it was Roman Yossi. If it wasn't Yossi, not re- really sure who it was, but takes a pass and just ri- just rips one just inside the post, the near post. Uh, and it's 4-2, and you go, oh, there's a lot of time left. and They get another power play goal. Yossi with a pass up. Uh, really kind of a mistake by Aho here. Uh, the puck needs to get out of the zone. It's probably more good play by Yossi than bad play by Aho, to be honest. Um, but they had a chance to get it out, couldn't get it out. Yossi uh, shoots it down to the right of the goal, and Tanner Janot, uh just deflects it over Anderson's glove, uh, now it's four three and you go oh my gosh there's two minutes and eleven seconds left and uh, we can't this can't happen again but Carolina tightened up after that there were a couple of chances uh, with the extra attacker but Carolina tightened up and then eventually uh, Slavin gets it to Svechnikov for the icing and the empty net goal Andre's second goal of the game he had three points tonight he had two goals and the assist to Slavin. And for my money, best player on the ice was Andre Svechnikov. I thought he was great. It uh, had nothing to do with the two goals. I thought he was just a dominating presence all night long. Uh, for me, the three stars. And frankly, there were a lot of guys could have been stars. Uh, I went uh, Svechnikov 1, Slavin 2, me 3. But uh, honestly, Anderson was excellent tonight. I thought Martin Natchez played a great game. I mean, Aho. other than that mistake, I thought Ajo played really well. Um, was good in the face-off circle. He just spent too much time in the penalty box. Uh, Tara Vinum was good, um, and I thought Stephen Lawrence was excellent. I thought Stephen Lawrence played a, uh, a really, really good game. All right, let's get through the goals real quick before we talk to Alec Campbell. Uh, we started off in the first period 10-24 in, Set pieces, man. I keep saying it. No, no team in the NHL better off set pieces than the Carolina Hurricanes. Vincent Trochek wins the draw. Martin Natchez helps get the puck back to Brady, Slay, Brady Shea, who just glides in. Nice seal by Stephen Lawrence in front of the goal, and then he goes uh, backhand wide on UC Soros for the lead.
2: Trochek to the right of Saros. Carolina wins the draw. Shea down the boards. Moving in in front to the back, and he scores! Oh my goodness! Highlight real goal, Brady Shea.
3: It's a great goal. No question about it. Uh, it went uh, underneath Saros' glove. There was actually a pretty big gap there. Uh, and I think Shea even talked about, like thinking, or maybe uh, Tripp did, thought maybe that Shea was going to go higher, but he didn't have to. Uh, it was right there for him. So uh, big gap and one nothing, Carolina lead five fourteen into the second period. Hurricanes double the lead. I guess yeah, they double the lead from one to two. Uh, it all started in the defensive end with a great back check from Martin Natchez, and this came the shift after Natchez leaves the ice after taking a shot off the knee from his own teammate. Uh, but Marty made good and so did his linemate.
2: Well, now Johansson has a lane and a great defensive play on the back check by Natchez back in the game now Natchez has the puck on his stick sends it across in the seam to Kanyemi. it's shot right off blocker, saves Soros, rebound, he scores yes, Barry Kokanemi, try and try again and the Carolina Hurricanes have a 2-0 lead
3: yeah, that was just a great play by Natchez defensively. Uh, I don't think he skated as freely as uh, he normally did after taking that puck off the knee, and I, you can understand it. And Carolina's got a lot of banged up guys. I know that. Uh, they had a few guys banged up uh, in the game against, trying to think who it was from the game the other night. Um it was even before Florida. Maybe it was just the Florida game. Uh, but they had a bunch of guys banged up. And uh, Jarvis almost didn't go tonight and Jarvis didn't play a ton and he played on a fourth line, which started with Martin Nook on the left and Kokaniemi in the middle. Uh, Jarvis just didn't play a ton and Jarvis's production has really waned. It's now 11 without a goal, 11 without a goal for Natus too, but I thought Martin played really well tonight uh, and is now one goal in his last 19 games for Natchez still. I mean, those two things have to, those things have to turn around if Carolina wants to be as good as they can be. Luke Cunning made it two one at eighteen thirty eight uh, after a pretty lackluster power play by Carolina. Uh, Nashville scores in transition. I thought it was a great shot. Uh, you're not going to stop all of them, uh, but this went uh, over the blocker side, upper ninety, and it's two one. And then uh, Sebastian Aho uh, wins a battle along the boards, digs the puck out, gets it to Andre Svechnikov, who finds. Jacob Slavin on the far side, and with one second left, uh, there's Joy
2: in Raleighville. Fencing for is Ajo. He'll get it to Svechnikov across to Slavin. He scores! Oh, mercy, what a goal! With one second left in the second period, Carolina beats the clock, Slavin beats Saros, and it's 3-1 Hurricanes.
3: Yeah, it's a great goal. Obviously, you go into the period, into the locker room, and you feel, obviously, a lot better because you get the two-goal lead back. Really, I thought Carolina was dominant in the second period, and it would have been a shame, but very much like hockey, if it, the period ended 1-1. I mean, Carolina had a one nothing lead going in, but that was, that was not an even period, and it would have been a crime if it was even on the scoreboard in the second period. Uh, so Carolina gets the two-goal lead back. Uh, and then they didn't start the third period all that well, but they did get a power play when Jordan Martinuk was upended. And right away, this was just chef's kiss power play goal because you didn't win the draw, but it was everything you want in a power play. It was a great entry with speed by D'Angelo. He gives the puck to Aho on the left. The puck gets around the net. Uh, comes back up top to D'Angelo, who puts a shot on net. You've got Natchez in front. You've got Ajo in the slot. Um, uh, the puck gets all the way through. Ajo deflects it. It comes out to the left side to Tevo Teravainen, who makes a perfect, quick pass to Andrei Svechnikov across, and it's 4-1. We're to be settled down by Natchez.
2: Now it's worked for Teravainen. Back up top, D'Angelo. His wrister is handled. Teravainen on the rebound. Don't score. Teravainen to Sveshnikov, and the Canes with a 4-1 lead on the power play. Yeah,
3: it was a uh, it was a great power play goal. I mean, it just makes it seem like why can't you do that all the time? Speaking of all the time. Carolina I care Carolina needs some empty net goals. Remember at the beginning of the season we scored tons of them. Carolina hadn't I don't try to remember the last empty net goal Carolina scored. Anyway, it's 4-1, 5:47 left, offensive zone faceoff, Nashville pulls the goalie. 6 on 5 with 5:47 to go. Philip Forsberg scores on that shift, like 23 seconds into the 5 on uh, 6 on 5. Then, a couple of minutes later, just under four minutes left, out comes UC Saros. Eventually, puck doesn't get out. Uh, Roman Yossi, who had three assists on the night, shoots it down low. Deflection in uh, by Tanner Janot over Freddie Anderson. It's 4-3, and you go, no, no, no. Can't happen. And then, Svech happened.
2: It'll be picked up and worked around the boards into the corner. Svechnikoff will get a stick to it. Carolina trying to push this one out of the zone. Slavin gets to it. Backhand pass. Sends it for Svechnikov. Empty net. Bingo! Svechnikov buries it into the empty net. A power play goal for the Carolina Hurricanes. Their second of the night. And a 5-3 lead with 41.5 seconds left.
3: Yep, and that is all she wrote. My man, Alec Campbell, Stormwatch, Aftermath Intermission, Hurricanes Radio Network. Uh, back on the uh, back on the winning ways. It's all very exciting. Um, all right, give me uh, give me your thoughts on this evening. I've been blabbing.
0: Well, I thought it was a pretty good game. I mean, I thought the first period was fairly even. I thought the Hurricanes dominated the second period, and I thought that Nashville was the better team in the third period, despite the fact that Carolina's Scored two goals, one of them on the empty net. Uh, But overall, I thought it was pretty good stuff from Carolina. thought they got good goaltending from Freddie. And I, you know, consider me pleased with what I saw. (laughs) Color me, color me, smiley face. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly.
3: First nine minutes of the game, to me, looked like an extension of the third period against Florida. Yeah, well,
0: that's true. Carolina couldn't wo- get out.
3: one shot attempt in the first 9 minutes of the period one they yeah. didn't get their first shot on goal until just under uh the 11 minute mark and that was Nino Niederreiter um mm-hmm. and that was I mean he had a good shot I mean, it was great uh, it was pretty good scoring chance uh from the yep. dead slot but um I mean that was it and I'm like okay this this has to stop you can't do this but from that point on they dominated the period to the point where I kind of felt real. I mean, they obviously they got the uh, they got the only goal of the period, so you obviously feel good about it. But I felt good about the way they were playing, based on really just the last eleven minutes of the period, because they really turned it around uh, and kept kept all the pressure on Nashville. Then you're right; second period was simply dominant in every way, and it would have been a shame to get out of that one-one uh, in the period. Um, because the power play was kind of meh uh you know, kind of last third of the second period and then Cunning scores the goal to make it two one and you go, Oh man, that's a, kind of a bummer. I mean Carolina's dominated the game and it's two one going to the third. Uh but that was pretty nice uh pretty nice goal. <laughs> pretty nice goal at the end of the second with one second to go. Talk about a late goal. Uh and then you're right. I thought Carolina was a little sluggish coming out in the third period. So uh but they got yeah, they got it, they no, got it I- together.
0: I agree with that. Those exits have been kind of difficult lately. They definitely were for the first eight or nine minutes. As you mentioned, they couldn't, they spent a lot of time in their own zone. And, you know, somebody called me and asked me about the six on five situations at the end of games and why have they struggled with that the last couple of games. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a six on five as much as as it is just that they've struggled getting the puck out of their own zone at times. I mean, you know, there there was there was that stretch, and then you go to the third period where they give up a couple of goals, and at least one of those goals was because they couldn't get it out. So yeah, the second there have one. Been,
3: Yeah, the second one was definitely that.
0: Yeah. So there have been those issues lately that I think they need to figure out a little bit. I'm not entirely sure what the answer is, other than just be a little more decisive, be a little quicker with your decision-making. But that's kind of been a little bit of an issue for them. But, you know, I don't have a ton to complain about from tonight's game. I mean, you you knew that Nashville was going to come with a push in the third period. I thought it was interesting that they went to the extra skater with five and a half minutes to go. But I actually think that's a smart thing to do. You're down three. What do you got to lose? I mean, there's nothing to lose at that point, and it worked for them. So um, so I liked the strategy from them. But I'm glad the Hurricanes were able to hold off.
3: Here's the other thing, Um, and it was a slow start to the period, but I thought from like the – I don't know, I'm trying to think because Svechnikov scored at 643, uh, but about four or five minutes in, I thought Carolina started to get back to their game a little bit. Um, and then when they got up 4-1, I mean, I thought they were better at that point. Um, they were at least even at that point. And then, I mean, that was just a smart play by a smart move by John Hines. I mean, if, what's the difference if you lose 6-1 or 4-1? doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, you know, they score right off the offensive zone faceoff. I mean, it's a great play pass across to uh, Philip Forsberg. I mean, just a bullet inside the the near post the other one you're right I mean uh, Ajo needs to get the puck out but I also think that that's kind of an elite play by Roman Yosi <laughs> to uh, to intercept that and a quick pass down front to Tanner Janot just deflected it over Anderson um, I mean we could say that the hurricanes have six on five problems because they've given up two six on five three six on five goals the last two games but the the one against I mean, the one against Florida was sort of bad luck. Um, And that's what happens when you have an extra guy. (laughs) Yeah, You can't cover him. Like, we don't... There doesn't always have to be, why can't Carolina do this? Now,
0: uh,
3: clearing the zone can be a problem uh, for this team at times. There's no question about that. Um, But it doesn't have to be, why don't we do this well? I mean, I I think they're generally fine.
0: Well, yeah, that's why I say... I don't, I don't know of a six-on-five problem. I know of more of a exit problem yeah. that I think has been an issue. And that's happened in the five-on-five five as well as the yeah. six-on-five. So, I mean, and yeah, I, I pointed that out too, is just that they have extra guys on the ice. So <laughs> they make it a little bit harder to get an exit. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, uh, that, that, gets, that gets tiring for me. Just the city. every time something goes poorly for Carolina, I mean, I feel like you and I point this out every podcast. Yeah. But, you know, if, if the script is flipped, we talk about it completely differently. <laughs> you know, and, you know, if the script is flipped and we say, oh, well, it was really the other team who did this poorly, then we're being wet blankets on the hurricane success. Right. So, you know, we know how this goes. It happens all the time. But it, it just doesn't always have to be this giant issue. Right. That's really the main point, is that things happen. Sports happen. There are two teams. They're both trying to score. They're both trying to stop the other team from scoring. They're both getting paid. They both spend their whole lives playing this game. They burn candles figure out how to be better at it. So it's tough. It's hard to be good. You know,
3: <laughs> they both, they both teams have skates.
0: Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's amazing how, how the reactions happen with all the people who consider themselves such smart hockey fans. Like, cause it's, it's the ones that try to outsmart you all the time that get the most up in arms about stuff. Well, and it's like, Come on, man! It's
3: sports. Yeah the 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 first the first goal of the game, if it happens against Carolina, what are we talking about? How the heck do you let Brady Shea get from the point? Walk to the net, all the way in front of UC Soros. Like yeah. not it, not even there was nobody in his way. He didn't even have to sidestep anybody. He skated yeah. around everybody like there were just traffic cones on the net, yeah. on the, on the ice great play yeah. i mean i loved it um and i want to give yeah, credit I mean, to for steve uh, to steve lawrence for uh for sealing off i don't know was it yossi i mean he just completely backed the guy down almost into Soros, so that guy couldn't come out it was a great play
0: yeah and it's, remember the play at the very beginning of the game trochek gets beat to the net from the the right point by somebody i can't remember who it was. Um, Dude basically takes them off the dribble. That's right. the way I looked at it. And Freddie comes up with a big save. So in that scenario, we look at it and we go, oh, great save by Freddie. You know, right. n- nothing, nothing to mention of Vincent Trocek getting completely blown by.
3: Was that the Ryan now, Johansson save?
0: A shot, maybe? Yeah, no, no. Have been
3: The one that was uh, was in tight on the right-hand side of the goal.
0: Yeah, he took, he took Trocek off oh. the dribble from the top from the point and just barreled in on the right side and scored. That, I mean, he didn't score. That was a he, great he, uh, save by Anderson. Yeah, it was, it was a great save by Anderson. So we look at that and we go, oh, great save by Anderson. If Anderson doesn't save that puck, we go, well, where was Anderson on the play?
3: Or, had, or Trocek, right.
0: Yeah, or, wh- or, wh- or where was Trocek on the play? You know? So the result can't always dictate the assessment of the play. That's all I'm saying. Let's talk about
3: a few players here. So Trocheck only plays the first period, um, and I'm I'm curious about this, and we'll I mean I don't know if we'll ever know, but you remember in the I think it was the third period against Florida, Trocheck it's it's the play where Trocheck ended up playing without his helmet on. Where he went to the box, where his face bounced off the ice? Yeah. I wondered, he just went to the box, and then he came back and played the the rest of the game, played the first period tonight. I wonder if that's where Trochek really got hurt. Yeah, it could have been. That's what I thought. When I first saw the injury Wednesday, or not the injury, the the incident Wednesday, I'm like, huh, I would get him, uh, put him through his concussion test but they obviously didn't or maybe they did you know after the game i don't know but there didn't seem to be enough tonight to give him you know the unquote uh, upper body injury cuz he finished the first period so i just wonder if it is yeah. concussion-y, if that's when he got it if he got it wednesday
0: yeah i don't know i mean there were they showed up a, a montage on the broadcast on tv of the hits that he took in the first period i mean the penalty that he drew, which was a great job by him. I mean, the, <laughs> the Hurricanes have been prone to embellishment calls. If they were going to call an embellishment call, that's the most embellished one I've seen all year. No question. Probably. About it.
3: <laughs> no question.
0: <laughs> I mean, let's talk about drawing calls. Procheck really drew that call. So I am not. Tempted to believe that that's the one that he got hurt on, although there was some upper level yeah. contact there. That if you, if it was stemming from the helmetless play last game, maybe that aggravated it a little bit. Yeah. But then he took another big hit behind the goal. Yes, in the end board that could have been something. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, how are we going to know? No, we're never going to know. Gonna know.
3: Unless it's not a concussion, then it happened somewhere else.
0: Yeah. So I don't know.
3: All right. So in in absence, we got like nearly 18 minutes of Jesperi Kotkaniemi tonight. It was a pretty good play. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it was real good. So
3: that's uh, real good. That's good for him. Uh, And going into uh, going into the game, um, I wrote in this fancy preview about how the Hurricanes need production from the right side because uh, they really haven't gotten it. Um, but I, I, I'm i not sure tonight wasn't Martin Natchez's best game in like a month. I thought Martin yeah, was I mean, very good
0: tonight. Comes up with a couple of assists. The one where he makes the defensive play first and then jumps into the offense. Throws a good pass. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, Marty was good tonight, and that came after he was injured. Yeah,
3: he he so took a, a Kokaniemi shot off the knee.
0: First shift back, and he comes back and makes a defensive play and then gets an assist.
3: Yeah, and I thought, actually, on the power play goal that made it 4-1, I actually thought that he kind of poked the puck back out to Tara Vinan, but I guess he didn't. Um it was just the D'Angelo shot that was deflected by Ajo and then just kind of caromed. I guess it just caromed out to and, uh What a pass that was.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a wizard. <laughs> he's a wizard when he wants to be. It's just that sometimes he does too much. Yeah, like That's my biggest issue with Marty is that I feel like he needs to be a little simpler sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm. It's part of them as a team. They, they have a lot of guys who love to pass. You know, Ajo's Aho's part of that and Tara Vinen and Natchez and at times Svechnikov too. Um, and yep. sometimes you just you just rip, especially on the power play, man. And that's, this is like tonight, I, mean, I, I did it earlier when I went through the goals. To me, it's the perfect power play goal. I mean, you didn't win the draw, but it was the perfect power play goal. It was a zone entry with speed. Um. And, you know, the puck comes around. You get the puck in deep. It comes back at D'Angelo, uh, you know, basically top of the key. <laughs> uh, he puts the shot mm-hmm. on net. There's traffic in front. Caram out one side. Pass. Quick pass across Svechnikov. I mean, there's no way he's missing that. Uh, it was just a perfect power play goal. There's nothing you can do to stop that. Nothing. Yeah. Like, it seems like they should be able to do that every time. <laughs> But it was I mean, yeah. There was so much so much good about it. You don't even have to set up, although they did. I mean, it, every there was just so much good in that power play goal. You just like to show that on a loop. That's how you draw it. Up. Yeah,
0: I'm just I'm just uh, I'm just loving the the Svechnikov game lately, and it, you know he comes up with what I have now come to believe as a pretty standard special line. <laughs> when you look at his entire line after the game. I mean, he, he just touches so many different aspects of the game. I mean, and you know, he doesn't always have three points, obviously. That doesn't happen all the time. But, I mean, he usually has a point. Yeah. it uh, comes up with two a fair amount. So, you know, I can deal with a penalty as a part of his line every single night as long as he's putting up points and they're not, stupid penalties at inopportune times like the one I took the one he took tonight I felt like was not that egregious of a call I think it could go uncalled at times and but you know Spetch toes the line when it comes to that so he puts himself in position to get called for penalties which is fine I'm not even really that mad at it because I like the fact that he's one of the few players that plays consistently with a real physical edge. Yeah. And so, I mean, you look at his line, you know, it's, you know, it's three points, it's, uh, three hits or whatever, and two penalty minutes and a takeaway and a giveaway. I mean, he just, he's all over it all every single night. By the way, speaking of people getting physical, Sebastian Ajo, <laughs> like, If you're going to get physical, if you're going to throw a cross check, don't curl up in a ball afterwards. You either want the smoke or you don't want the smoke.
3: Well, he got, I mean, he did get punched. So.
0: Yeah, but he turned around, he threw a cross check, and then he basically was like your little brother. He did not want to fight. Yeah.
3: He did not want to fight, and Philip Forsberg was ready to go.
0: so don't 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 come at somebody with the cross check up high like that after the whistle, if you're not ready for the smoke. And I would just say to him, "We don't really need you to be that guy." So don't even mess around with that in the first place. I'm cool with you not wanting to smoke. Just you know, if you're going to do that, then you better be ready for it. I don't know why he got the extra two though. I don't either. I thought that was stupid. But I
3: didn't understand that. I mean. W- what was his roughing penalty I mean the penalty was for the cross check okay I'm good with that yeah then what yeah. did he do to get uh, to get rough did he hit forsberg with his face
0: no right yeah he, he he turned he turned around and curled up into a ball <laughs> <laughs> After well, that.
3: well they should have just given him two for cowardice
0: yeah well just just, they do,
3: just do something like that uh, but yeah, the, the, you talk about the Svechnikov penalty. Personally, I mean, I mean, letter of the law penalty. I mean, the elbow came up into the side of the head. So, yeah, fine. It's not like he elbowed him. His, he was checking and his elbow just kind of rode up his body. Uh, I've seen far worse elbows uh, in the NHL. But the thing that I yeah. thought was interesting is that it came right after an absolutely clear interference where I forget who it was. I think it was Cunning. Uh, who was cross checking and ch- checking everybody, hitting everybody from behind all night? Um, and it wasn't even playing the puck. And I forget who it was against. It might have been against Aho. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But he wasn't playing the puck. The puck was sort of in the vicinity, but the guy that Conan hit also wasn't playing the puck. He just hit him. And I'm like, wait a second. You don't call that, but then you call, oh, that's whatever. Uh, we got a chance to see the Carolina yep. Hurricanes on the power on the penalty kill again. You um, technically they were three for three, but really they were two for two because the first penalty was, or one one of the power plays was uh, the the AHO double minor, if you will, uh, ended yeah. up being a twelve second power play because Ryan Johansson couldn't help himself and he took a penalty right away. So,
0: yeah, there's a part of me that wishes that we would just. That they would only call the super egregious stuff. It, it's it's an aggressive game. It's a physical game. Just just let it be that. Play advantage. You know. Yeah, play the advantage. If it doesn't take somebody out of the play completely, then it's not a penalty. Like, and I feel that way in a bunch of sports. Honestly, yeah, I know. you like do. I feel like we, we we've <laughs> gotten too we've gotten too nitpicky about stuff, and what it's led to is. Severe inconsistency. So if they would just back off a little bit, stop trying to call every little thing they see, and just call the super egregious ones, then I think we'd be better off. Why didn't they Just let it be physical. It's a physical game. It's It's like like football. They've tried to, to, you know, safe up the game. And, you know, I'm not trying to say that I don't care about players' health and safety or anything, but it's an inherently physical game with, you know, d- inherent dangers to it. And I don't think hockey's much different than that. So let's just all accept that as the case and play on, you know, that's my hashtag play on. That's my mantra.
3: You need to, uh, you need to start a movement. Uh, who are your three stars, sir?
0: So I had Shea, Aho, and Fetch in descending order.
3: So uh, Shea third, Aho second, Svechnikov yeah. first. You and I had the same first star. Um, I had Slavin as my second star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had Kotkaniemi as my third. But frankly, it probably should have been Anderson. Because um, I thought Freddie made a handful of just great saves. Um, yeah. But, I mean, my, my list of stars, in, you know, potentially included Natchius it included Stephen Lawrence who I thought played a sneaky good game uh, playing on a second line role on the left side with uh, ultimately with Kokoniemi and then um, Natchius I thought I thought Lawrence was really good and you know he's he, he boxes out seals his man on the uh, on the Shea goal I thought he was important uh, on uh, the Kokaniemi goal also that because he was in uh, he was the side of the net I believe on the uh, the one where Natchez gave the puck to Kokaniemi. I thought he was very good tonight. It was it was it was cool to see Lawrence play in that kind of a role because uh, he kind of had to be. So that was I thought that was encouraging for uh, for him. All right, let's do this again on uh, Sunday. We got uh, we got the Penguins. First time we'll get to see, get a chance to see Pittsburgh, and they're fully operational now. They're
0: good, too. They've been on a run here lately. They're excellent.
3: They are excellent. Mike Sullivan is a great coach. Uh, I still think they can be had on the back end, but uh, you have to you know, make that an issue. Uh, they're good enough, but you can make that if you have to make that an issue. I still think that's the vulnerability of Florida that I think they can be had on the back end. But in order for that to be the case, you have to make it so. So that's where Carolina can do that. They can do that to Pittsburgh. We'll see. Uh, but Crosby, Malkin, uh, Gensel, Rust, I mean, they're all back. They're all back. So it's going to be fun. Uh, and we get a Sunday afternoon affair.
0: Yes, we do. A little, little matinee hockey on the Sabbath. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh,
3: maybe I'll do that from the back porch.
0: I will be doing it from the living room. Maybe I'll maybe I'll move everything out to the porch.
3: I am. Uh, I have not watched a full game on my back porch with the cicadas, and of course, it'll be the afternoon, so they won't be there uh, in a long, long time. I t- I told you I tried to do the first period there on Wednesday night, and I was shivering, and it was like just under fifty degrees. I'm 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 so soft; it's ridiculous.
0: Um, oh, I didn't want that smoke.
3: Fine. Me and Aho are the same. Uh, all right, sir. That's okay.
0: <laughs> you can, you can not want the smoke. Just tell us you don't want the smoke. Well, don't pretend like you want it and I, then don't want it.
3: I thought I did. And it turned out I didn't. Uh, all right, my friend. Well,
0: if you were just simply <laughs> mistaken, that's a different story.
3: <laughs> I was, I, I was, I thought I was going to be in it. And then I got out there yep. and I
0: went, nah, man,
3: I need a blanket. I need a space heater. Uh, I need some, some, I don't know. Apparently, I was some hand, hand warmer. I needed a sippy or something. It was terrible.
0: Uh, some soup.
3: I could have used some soup, and we had soup. We had soup available, but it wasn't it wasn't heated up. Was, is uh,
0: there ever is there ever not soup available in the Gold household?
3: Uh, we're we we usually have either a soup or a chili available.
0: Yeah, so, you guys are a big soup family.
3: I uh, love who who doesn't love soup.
0: I mean, soup's great. Yeah, we had big bags of soup
3: <laughs> and tuna fish. That's right. We had uh, we had clam chowder
0: the other day. Did you make it?
3: Yes, good New England clam chowder.
0: That's that's the other thing. The Golds don't buy soup. No, they make all this.
3: We soups. make all of our soups are made.
0: <laughs> they're all made. They're all in house. Yep,
3: it's it's it, it is absolutely all created uh, in our kitchen. Uh, whether it's mushroom barley, I do a very simple, good chicken noodle soup. If you have, if you're if you're feeling under the weather, I will be glad to make you chicken noodle soup. Uh, it has incredible <laughs> healing powers. Uh, but uh, mushroom barley, it's one of uh, one of my faves. Uh, we do stews, but uh, yeah, New England clam chowder was absolutely awesome. God.
0: Imagine imagine the wonders of. Chicken your chicken noodle soup and my eucalyptus bath. Oh my God. What could that do for somebody who's sick? You know what? Don't, we don't we don't even know about that yet.
3: That I, is the combination. The com that yeah. could that could get rid of covid. That could end the pandemic.
0: I don't know why we haven't figured <laughs> because, that out yet. <laughs> business idea. <laughs> soup and bath.
3: It, uh, a chicken noodle soup Grandma's chicken noodle soup with a eucalyptus bath. <laughs> Adam,
0: Adam's eucalyptus or Adam's uh, chicken noodle soup. Well,
3: it's, it's it's a it's a grandma's recipe.
0: Oh, okay, okay, like, okay. I,
3: mean, I, mean, I don't I don't think these things up. That that is that is a Yiddish grandmother recipe.
0: <laughs> oh man! So,
3: and All it right. works, man. It's it's um it's no
0: joke. I believe it. It's no I joke. Believe it. So do, so do eucalyptus baths. So,
3: real, real quick story. Well, I, that, that is also true. Real quick story about the chicken soup. So, uh, Tanner was not feeling well, my older son, not feeling well uh, a few weeks ago. This is before he had COVID, actually. Um, wasn't feeling well. So, uh, his girlfriend, he, he's, so we, we'd say, Tanner, just go, like, get some stuff, make chicken soup. And I told him how to make it. And his girlfriend went out to get the ingredients, and she bought like skinless chicken breast because they're better mm. for you, right? If you're going to eat them, they're better for you. You don't want right. that. You don't want the skin. You don't want the fat. Right, right. Right. Except no, you want the
0: fat. Yeah. For <laughs> soup. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I just said, no, 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 Tan. That ain't going to work.
0: <laughs>
1: you, yeah. need,
3: you need the skin.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Don't take the skin off. Take the skin off after the soup is done.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> then get rid of it. Uh, right. So anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, these are things you'll learn. Yeah. You know, like dude. He's, a, he's an, he's an up and coming adult. <laughs> He'll figure it. He'll learn. He will. You, know, you can only learn by trial.
3: So he'd eventually, we, he had to make another batch or she had to make another batch. We sent her back out. Uh, and uh, actually oh. it's better with chicken thighs.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, chicken thighs make everything better. Uh-huh. They're way better than chicken breast. I agree. It's not even cl- it's not even close.
3: Yeah, especially for soups because the chicken breasts get a little dry.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. But mm. I'm not sure what I'm actually not sure what chicken breasts are good for. Oh no, I think I think there's a like,
3: I I I love a good chicken
0: breast. I think I a chicken breast. You've had the you've had the
3: chicken breast at uh, uh, Butcher's Market, right? I don't think so. Oh no, no. the signature chicken breast at Butcher's Market.
0: No, I don't do... Oh, thank me later. Thank me later. If I'm... I'm, No, if I'm going to Butcher's Market, there's no chance I'm buying chicken breast. Like, I buy chicken breast as, like, filler lean protein that I can just claim I ate. Okay. Not... Like, chicken... uh, I'll do chicken breast in a chicken salad if it's, you know, because it's covered in a bunch of stuff. Or I'll do chicken breast in a salad like a, with, with dressed like a normal salad. Right. But other than that, I mean, maybe I'll eat a chicken, like a fried chicken breast on a sandwich maybe, uh-huh. but there's no, there's, you know, almost nothing, no other reason for me to eat a chicken breast.
3: I'm telling you, you're missing out the, the signature chicken breast, the butcher's market are great. Um, now I agree that if you're making, uh, like a, a like a chicken sandwich the thigh is better yeah the thigh I'm, I'm totally with you and on the low the thigh is cheaper yeah the thighs are like four bucks a pound and the chicken breasts are like eight bucks a pound but i'm yeah. just saying that the chicken the signature chicken breasts or the chili lime uh chicken breast they're pretty good pretty good worth it all right. um all right just saying Big fan of oh, the,
0: the Brussels. The, yeah. the Brussels are great. The mushrooms are great. Yep. Um, I mean, there's, there's not much that isn't good there. Honestly, we got a piece of the chocolate cake in our fridge right now. That's great.
3: Wow. Very nice.
0: Yeah. The crab dip. Great. It's all good. Yeah. Everything in there is good. It's all good. I don't do <laughs> the,
3: the, the loaded twice or four times baked potatoes, but. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, I, we do. We do. Do you ever They're get great. the skins,
3: the potato skins from there?
0: No, but I need to. Very good. Uh, I got a lobster roll there the other day. Very good. Yeah, it's uh, that's one of my favorite places to go.
3: Yeah, this Honestly. this was not even a commercial for the Butcher's Market, but I guess it turned out to be, uh, to be one. Uh, I guess there are two locations: one in Raleigh, one in Cary. Uh, all right, uh, I'll uh, I'll talk to you Sunday.
0: All right, see ya.
3: Well, we got carried away, didn't we? All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, siding, roofing, windows, entry doors, storm doors, they got it. AluminumCompany.com, Sammy his crew do a great job. Online, free no obligation estimate, AluminumCompany.com, told you this before, best customer service in the industry, they stand behind their work, best warranties, best guarantees, best everything. AluminumCompany.com. Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can give us a rating and a review. That's great. But all we want you to do is enjoy it. So I don't need you to do anything other than an enjoy it. And if you're a Hurricanes fan, I guess you you probably enjoy it. And you probably enjoyed this on what I'm guessing is a Saturday morning for you. Uh, I'm Adam Gold. Thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you after the Canes and the Penguins Sunday late afternoon.
0: This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.